Welcome to episode 8 of And What Else, the podcast with me, Wendy O'Byrne, also known as The Completion Coach. And today I want to talk about trusting the process, having patience, having patience with yourself when you probably haven't even really given yourself a chance to start to dive into this self-development world and really apply it to yourself. There is so much consumption. There is so much consumption. And there is the idea that if we know about it, we've done it. And, you know, that's why so many people have so many unfinished courses, so many unfinished things that they've earmarked, that they've saved, that they're definitely going to come back to. But it's a really sneaky sign of avoidance that makes it look like they're doing something. It makes it look like this is year three of my self-development. This is this and this is what I've done. And in reality, there's been an awful lot of consumption, an awful lot of education, but there hasn't been an awful lot of application. And that's because the application is slow. It's repetitive. It's often boring. It's the smallest things that we have to do on repeat to start shifting our internal data. And everybody wants to know the outcome. Even when I run a course, people are always asking questions about the next part. They never want to just really be in the part that we're in. There's a deep desire. What's the outcome? What's the shift? What's the change? There's no real deep focus on just being here now. And so I have to say at the beginning of anything that I do, please trust the process. Please be patient. Please trust that there is a process here, that if you follow these steps, these guides, dig into this, then you will find your way. But don't expect an exact week six outcome. Don't expect exact week four transformation. What you need to do is expect that this is a process. It's also a practice. And that practice is lifelong. It will look different. It will change. It will evolve with you. It will become something new, but it will remain a practice. It's going to be something that you do need to continue in whatever form that needs to take the shape of moving forwards. And what we're really sneaky at, especially if you have learnt the traits and learnt the behavior that I discussed in the last podcast you are always looking for something new. You are always looking to have done this, to have achieved the certificate, to have achieved the outcome, to be on to the next, to have graduated. And so having trust and having patience and really going in as opposed to looking for the external, am I doing this right? Another really key question that comes up in so many things. If I'm going to get a message, if I'm going to get feedback, If I'm going to get questions, it's always around that. Am I doing this right? Have I read this right? Have I interpreted this right? Is this right? (laughs) In every shape and form it can come in. And my response is, what do you think? What, What are you gaining? Is this shifting anything in you? How would it feel not to have my approval? Not to have me say yes or no. What would that leave you with? What would you do if you couldn't seek that? And it's not always what I say, but it might be one of the questions I ask as we're trying to unravel what we're doing. Because we are really quick to outsource and we are really, really quick to want the outcome, to want to know, is this right? Is this right? And sometimes it's too early to know. 
it's too early to know because we haven't practiced it. We haven't really got into it. You haven't allowed yourself to fall into being where you are now. And I know I talk a lot about meeting yourself where you are, but we so rarely do. We so rarely do. We're we're trying to meet the version of us that we think is better, or we're trying to escape the version of us from the past, or we're trying to get back to something we think we had in the past. And none of that is who you are. And avoiding who you are with your flaws, with your shadows, with your problematic behavior, with your coping mechanisms, with your strengths, with your weaknesses, unless we are going to sit with all of them and be okay with that, then there's always going to be the idea that something's broken, something needs fixing, and that we've got to move on. And actually what we need to really sit with is this is okay. This is very human, very normal, but there are things that I want to work on. There are things I want to develop. There are ways that are actually holding me back. There are some things I'm not keen on about myself. There are some things impacting my relationships that I'm really passionate about maintaining and deepening. There are some things that are actually exhausting me. And they're the things that we can accept are there and also want to develop them, to change them. So it's not all just, here I am, I'm flawed, and I'm going to stay this way, I'm just going to start accepting myself. But it is to accept that that's perfectly okay, and you who you are is perfectly okay. But there are skills and ways and means that you want to shift and develop, and there's areas of your life that you want to have more courage in. There are areas of your life that you can be prepared to be disliked in. There are areas of your life that you need explaining. And there are areas of your life that you want to make history. You know, no longer part of your current, but part of your history and part of the path that's led you here. But it can't be what holds you here and stop you from moving forwards. So meeting ourselves when we are is really important. Connecting with our truth is really a practice that most people have not mastered yet, even if it looks like they have. But really getting to our truth, to our honesty, without explanation, without trying to make it better, make it sound better instantly, but just being like, ugh, you know what, this is true, and I don't like it, and it, it makes me uncomfortable admitting it to myself, but it is true. And I need to deal with that if I'm going to move forwards. And that could be anything. You know, it was really interesting in some of my client calls recently where something wasn't a strategic error, something wasn't a knowledge gap, something wasn't a belief gap that we would looked at on a standard level, but it was a really sneaky side belief. And it had everything to do with aesthetics which we would never have looked at because it was about finances. But you see, we're always being distracted. And when we can look at and get into our ugly truth, say the things that we think sound childish, say the things that actually make us a little bit emotional as we say them and we feel silly and we want to take them back because they are the things that hold our gold. You know, those gnarly, shitty, (laughs) childish, weird, bizarre things that come out once we really let ourselves go 
and let ourselves free ourselves of what we're holding in out of fear of judgment, then all of a sudden we've got something golden to work with because it's true, it's honest. And we don't have to cover it up. We don't have to make it more educated. We don't have to make it more fancy. We don't have to make it a deeper, darker issue. We just take what it is. And then we're able to work with some truth, with some honesty and getting to know yourself and allow this weird truth that you're often trying to avoid, that you're often trying to hide, that you're avoiding at all costs in order to be better, appear better, want to just not be that way. That avoidance and hiding from yourself is internal but it will show up in the external, it will show up in your external world and it will start to take on more weight and more energy and more of your time the more that you avoid it. So actually taking this time to slow down, to go in, to meet these niggling doubts and parts and what we find quite childish elements of us to come out, the weird stuff, The parts that we don't want to admit out loud because we want to appear polished, we want to appear developed, we want to appear mature, whatever those things are, especially if we've got some external accolades, especially if people think something about us, especially if we've worked really, really damn hard our whole lives to hide this. Letting our guard down and letting these things spill out is... It's worth its weight in gold. Because what we also find is we we can have some toxic trait hangovers that we have inhaled from other people. And, you know, if we've been around people who have had certain ways about them, who have infiltrated our influence and have come into our consciousness and have seeped in with their way of thinking, their way of speaking, their way of judging people, and it started to make us judge ourselves and change ourselves and alter the way that we're doing things, we're almost carrying the hangover when they're not there. And they're the parts that we need to then let go of. We need to look to see what we need to put down. But many of us are thinking from what it looks like on the outside and trying to work that on our inside And in reality, we need to work out what's going on the inside so that we can make progress in the outside. When we find this honesty, it's really important that we don't try to justify it, that we don't try to apply some kind of justification to it, and that we just let it be what it is without trying to judge it either. Whenever, again, I'm in client meetings and some kind of honesty or truth comes out, then quite often, immediately after, somebody tries to justify what that means, or they are trying to judge what that means. And we need neither. What we need to do is just be curious about the impact it's having, curious about what we're making it mean, and curious about the impact it's therefore having in our external and internal world. Because when we remove the judgment and then when we remove the justification, all we are getting is feedback. And we'll work out just how much influence that data is having on us that we are discounting, that we are not acknowledging and that we are justifying or judging. We have to work out when we're meeting you where you are, how your current thoughts, beliefs, limitations, your ways of coping, your ways of avoiding, Exactly 
everything that goes on inside of you, where that has got you. And again, there will be benefits to where it has got you. So we can't discount that where it has got you, where you want to go. And if we were to follow the trajectory of that, what impact that's going to have if we don't interrupt this pattern, if we don't get into more of your honesty, if we don't get to really look at what's going on inside and what that's representing outside and look at what's outside and what we think that's representing inside. All this practice is, is observation. We're observing what's coming up. We're observing the impact it's having. We're observing where and what course that will take us on. And we're observing what we would like to change about that because of the course correct that we want to make. We're observing it. We're not judging it. We're not justifying it. And it's really, really important that we have this conversation, albeit one-sided, but that you sit with that because people are afraid of what's going to come out for fear of it being childish, for fear of it not being what people like me should be saying, doing, thinking, for fear of what this means about me, for fear of what you might think of somebody in my life if I say this, for fear of what you might think of my childhood, for fear of any of the judgments that you've got coming up, for fear of the fact that if you see that I think this, you might think I don't deserve everything else. If you think this is what goes on inside me, you might stop approving of me. All of these things. And it's not even about it being in a coaching relationship. When I speak to most people about their journaling blocks, they are scared to death of journaling because if they write it down, someone might read it. Someone might see what goes on inside them. And you can see even within that private practice, we're so afraid of it being seen that we can't even have the private practice. And that's what's holding us back. This deep, strong, gripping desire for nobody to know, to hide, to not be seen as something that we are judging or something that we think we might have to justify. And so I'm going to ask you again today, if you are somebody that's struggling with a journaling practice for fear of who might read it, if you're somebody that isn't sure that you are into self-development, that anything will work for you or that it's worth your time, I would ask you this question. How much honesty are you prepared to really put in, even when it's ugly, even when it's childish, even when it's making you cry and it makes no sense, even if what you're putting down is embarrassing to you, even if somebody gets to see all of these immature, all of these needy, all of these emotional, all of these illogical parts of you, are you willing to let that happen in order for there to be growth for you, in order for there to be the development that you seek, the connection with people in your life that you really want? Are you willing to go there with yourself and witness all of that without judgment and without justification? And if you're willing to do that, I guarantee I guarantee, I will use that very strong word, if you're willing to do that, then there will be change. There will be change. Most people's obstacle is in the consumption because the consumption allows them to stay away from their own honesty. While they're consuming and becoming an expert in something, it means they don't have to go in and actually dig into the dirty, 
murky areas of themselves that they want to retain, they want to keep hidden, they want to pretend isn't there. And in that murky middle, in that very murky, murky middle of all of us, are places that we don't particularly want to go acknowledge or give space and time to. But if you are willing to do that and willing to go in and willing to explore it in journaling, in a private practice on your own, self-coaching within the courses that you're taking, go back and redo the workshops and actually be honest, actually let go of all of the front that you have, all of the guard that you have and just go in. Or in working with a coach, decide to just let the ridiculous out of your mouth. Don't filter, don't hold back, don't present, and just be that very, very murky madness that you are trying to contain. Let it out without judgment, without justification. And I stand by my guarantee you will see something shift. And this isn't just for personal development in secret. This is if you are looking to develop your teams, if you're looking to develop your people, if you're looking to create environments for people to grow in, not just obtain titles in, but to truly grow in, look at what support you can give them outside of just growth, but what would truly support that growth. And it isn't education. Thank you for listening. Feedback as always is always, always, always welcome even the childish, even the ugly, even the stuff that you are afraid to ask, please do. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you think this would help, share it with somebody you know. If you want to give it a review, I'm not going to object. And if you've got questions or want to get in touch, you know where I am. You can DM me on Instagram or email me, wendy at thecompletioncoach.co.uk. And if any of this has made you think about working with me, then there are short intensive sessions you can book via the website and my goodness they are deep they are deep so if they are of interest that is a way to start working with me my calendar is open depending on when you're listening to this towards the end of may onwards now but i'm sending love and i'm grateful for your time